see. Uh, I believe we're live on YouTube. Just my mic there. I think we're probably live everywhere. I'm going to give it a second there, wait for that little red button. I hope everybody's doing well this week. My dog, I'm looking at my dog over here as we start the show. He's licking himself. It's a good boy. You know, I'm just glad people can't do that because some would never leave the house. They have had that ability that dogs have. All right. Now we are live here. Rockfin is always like to start the show like that, talking about how if dogs could, people ball could do licking. what dogs could do. Little ball like, licking always yeah, good always. place to start just, the show. And they'll just do it right in front of you too. And then right after, I'll go, you're such a cute buddy. Like if, if, if a friend of mine that wasn't a dog did that, I wouldn't go, you're such a cute buddy afterwards. It's a double standard. It and is. I, I know it's a double standard, so. I guess you need fur. That's what the rise of furries is all about. Getting into the show. Let's go ahead and start. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I forgot to mute my... So, again, explaining that I'm doing my uh, my rumble on the phone to check the, the chats there okay. because I'm trying to limit the uh, mount on my system so that I can play clips and stuff because it's been shorting out lately. So, all right. Let's do this. Hamas and Qatar... Meet Hillary Outback and another band, Halloween Decoration. This is Propaganda Reports Drive Time News Blast. I'm Brad Binkley here with Ian Covell. Top story, I think everybody can guess what the top story is. Israel, Hamas, only thing on the news, everyone's fighting. Everyone is fighting, not over there necessarily. Here and on social media, everyone is fighting because everyone hates anyone who disagrees with them about anything, about any aspect of what's going on. Over there in Gaza and Israel, when 99% of the people fighting over it have never been, and only have a distant second or third hand knowledge about much of it through propaganda. Mm-hmm. And the way people react to this story, it's just perfect. It's a perfect example of what I think is a major problem in America, which is you can't have a conversation about anything. So the whole purpose of propaganda is to short circuit people's critical thinking and prevent them from having disagreements, but then productive conversations about things where they can learn from each other or provide each other with facts and information that change their view that they previously had, which is an opportunity here with the Israel uh, uh, Hamas thing. It's, it is an opportunity to, to scream, you know, a, a terrorist sympathizer, it's an opportunity to, to scream whatever everybody screams, but it's also an opportunity to say, oh, you disagree with me. I don't hate you. Maybe we can talk about it for a little while. And it's an opportunity that very few people are taking. And, and those that do get clumped together as, you know, as being bad. You're not bad or evil if you simply don't know a piece of information that others know or if you don't have a knowledge of a certain history, or, or if you simply believe something that might not have been true, and you didn't find out soon enough that it was true. It's just, I'm sick and tired of seeing people just having no tolerance for anyone, because all you're going to do is drive people away, and you're going to make this divide and conquer strategy, which has been completely effective, continue to work from, from the powers that be, on to the population as we continue to fight with each other. Ian, I know you probably have some thoughts. Yeah, I think the terrorists are winning the propaganda war. 
That's what I think. You don't, all right. Well, the ter- like I consider I all the powers. Of I be, I think, well, no, 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 no. What I mean is, when I'm talking about Hamas. Okay. I'm talking about and 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 activists. Okay, and far left activists. I think uh, what I'm seeing uh, come to come to bear is the fact that I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago I was talking about how the. Uh, the, the initial action will eventually be forgotten and we will just be talking about the reaction. And that's all we're doing, right? That's the struggle right now. Quickly, right. every time someone brings up, um, uh, you know, what happened on October 7th, the immediate response is, well, you're shutting off food and water to Gaza. You're bombing too many people in Gaza. You're doing this in Gaza, 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 Gaza. So, and I've heard one thing, and this is, what I would push back if if I had a larger platform, it'd be really fun to say this, um, to say to someone who says, well, you know, Israel should have a proportionate response. They should not allow a disproportionate response. So I want someone to hear what that argument is saying. That argument is saying that Israel should have been allowed to go into Gaza, rape and murder 1,300 men and women. I know the numbers might be off. But and then drag 200 hostages with them back into Israel. That would be a proportionate response. Well, so, th- so a lot of people talk about the proportionate response. That is a the law of war that mm-hmm. Biden keeps mentioning a lot. Yeah, they have yeah. those, those, and they the legal standards. It's, it's fuzzy the way they talk about it, and mm-hmm. you, you know it's awful what Hamas did. And you're not wrong about the awful things that they did. And there, there is. Information war going on 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 both sides. I, I do think the I think Hamas is in the best position to win the information. Well, th- this war. is what I'm saying. This is yeah. That's my point. Is so now what's happened is um, what you're hearing more than you're hearing about what Hamas did. Okay, what you're hearing more of is genocide. Israel is committing genocide, and so. What the, the what's going to be replaced with anything to do with Hamas is just the word genocide, genocide, genocide. You support genocide. This right. is you know, and so you and, and that you, yeah, that's the reaction from the one side and, and so, the terrorist sympathizers' reaction. From right. It's just like when when the angry parent gets up and says, "Why do you have two boys sucking each other's penises in this book?" and he gets arrested. Uh, at the school board meeting, and now he's called a book banner. Yeah, he's he's like no fun, dude. Uh, but now now he's called a book banner, right? right? That's the word that's applied to him, and we've completely they, they forget forgotten. the initial thing. The yeah. initial thing is completely forgotten, and that is what I have been trying to to, to hold on to. No, I, I got you, and, and I think that, and this this is what has been the effectiveness of the divide and and rule strategy here is mm-hmm. it is perfectly fine to be condemn all of those awful things and not forget that and hold on to that and also say i i, I condemn the the uh because uh, there is this does happen we did this ourselves they can you can go too far in, in the the way you what do they used to call it they, they would sweep they clean sweep i can't remember the name of the, the 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 thing that israel does periodically to them but you can also hold them accountable making sure you keep an eye on them because you want to make sure they are being proportional. We don't know a, compl- a clean definition of that. Maybe they do. Oh. I, I doubt that they do. But if we just let it be either or and we don't remember and also hold accountable for the reaction, that's what then I'm you can give a con- uh, just a clean slate to the reaction. That's not what you want. No, no, no. I mean, I'm certainly not arguing for that. No, but, I what I, not, yeah. but what I am arguing for is people are very quickly 
in my opinion, what I see is slowly it's turning into, well, they shouldn't have reacted at all, really. Right. Which is also a ridiculous position. Right. It it is. And then you have the the counter reactions where these are the people who are described and depending on the way we saw this with you in today, yeah. talking about what ha- what happened leading up to it, which nothing justifies, in my opinion, the the type of uh, act that happened. And I yeah. think most people would agree with that. Because I do think the Palestinians have some legitimate gripes. You know, one one thing you you said that you oh, know yeah. we know very little, right? As Americans, we know very little, and so you know. I believe trying, almost tr- nothing on the news about this. Well, right. So tra- trying to be a good student, I've gone back and cracked open the history books again and, you know, watched a couple of like, you know, just YouTube shorts, a couple of YouTube <laughs> shorts, a couple of TikToks. And I think I've got this. I mean, I put in at least 35, 40 minutes, yeah, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty I'm pretty close to having a Ph.D. Um, no, but I was watching something. Yeah. Yeah, but but the West Bank is entirely a different story than Gaza, entirely different story, um, and it's very fascinating. It's interesting. We should all be angry at the British. I think uh, the British. Do you have a, a role? To, British. All, it always leads back to the F and British, dude. Yeah, it really always does. Leads back. Always leads back. I mean, they're still you know they're still controlling this country, right? There's a theory about that. Oh actually, yeah, that the, the, the empire never ended because they. They conned us into World War One. Uh, we, we've been they've been pulling us by, around by the nose ever since. It, it's just yeah. You, you ever see how many people, how many signatories of the the uh, Declaration of Independence were murdered? How many? Like a lot of them. Most a lot of, of the no names were murdered. It's like Jeffrey Epstein's uh, client. Yeah, it's like his kill list. It's like the Clinton kill list. <laughs> it's the Clinton kill list. Yeah, Clinton yeah. was in the news today. We'll get that uh, in a second. Uh, another part of the story that came out today. Let me say this before I get into that. One of the things, yeah, I don't like when anybody gets on to anybody. Um, so people who don't like, because this idea of people focus on the children, which children is okay to kill? Well, they beheaded these children, which nobody yeah. has proven that's true. Well, they just killed these children. Humane, they humanely killed these children, and they, and they brutally beheaded. Uh, okay, but from a, an atrocity propaganda, if you're making up stories about beheading for the purpose of getting people to uh, support something, I don't like that from a president. But when it comes to killing children, I think it's equally bad to kill kill children. And when when I, I when so, so some people, if you take it and just put it in a completely different perspective, so some people are, are arguing, yet they're not getting a chance to argue it because at least they're trying to do it on social media. That's stupid anyway. But they're basically their position is basically that they value at least what they're arguing as long as they don't start, you know, I think a lot of people might be chanting slogans. They don't understand the meaning of the slogans. I think that might be something going on too, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think it's wrong for people to have a position of valuing civilians lives more than capturing and killing the terrorist. And I know that there's a, a war argument uh, otherwise, a collateral damage argument. I, I totally understand right, There's that. the bombing of Dresden argument, but also the bombing of Dresden should not be celebrated. It was horrific. Right. You know, I, I understand people talk about it, but the bombing of Dresden was, uh, you know, and I haven't, but from my understanding, it was mainly story. civilian, yeah, mainly civilian targets. And it was, it was, you know, a way to sh- to shock them into submission to to try to turn the tide of the war. Yep. You know, the firebombing of Dresden was awful. 
Yeah. Not something we should be proud of. Right. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of things that we shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, that, you know, like five <laughs> or six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and I, I personally am of the opinion that there's probably a, a, mostly a lot, a lot of civilian killing going on, and they probably don't like to focus on it. That right now in the modern era, with social media focuses on all this stuff, where the public is is seeing it a little bit more right now. Of course, mm-hmm. we don't see anything from the Ukraine war. We see nothing from right. that, interestingly. But yeah, we're Apparently, seeing Russia had the out. most casualties in a single day the other day. Right. Well, they got to show it to us, or it didn't happen, right? And that's the way didn't this happen. works. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that is weird, though. And, that, and that's a valid question, too. And, and people have raised that question. But w- why do we see all these things? Well, they're using it for propaganda. OK, well, then why aren't they using it for propaganda? Because we were told they were really good. Yeah. At propaganda why, yeah why isn't Russia? Why isn't Russia you know, using uh, a Twitter to change? Our, you know, do you remember when the, I got an, uh, a direct message from or an email from Twitter? Oh, and they were so like, you, yeah, and it was, you know, BB. During twenty during twenty twenty or whatever twenty twenty one, I got it and they said we we noticed that your account visited some Russian disinformation pages. And, uh, what, yeah. what was it like? Was it Trump's page or something? <laughs> yeah, probably it was. Some, I mean, I was, I was like, that's no, not, I got that before. I yeah, they give stupid. you a warning about Russian disinformation, and so that's what they do. Is you, if, but they they can't do any now. Apparently, it, the disinformation machine is broken. Well, if you say what they would do is if you say something or if if Putin said something that were true that you had said before or Trump or somebody had said before, but mm-hmm. then Putin said it afterwards, it would suddenly become Russian disinformation. Right. It's crazy how that that happens. All he had to do is say it, and then all of a sudden it originated from him. Another story, I, I think it's important to bring this up. You guys probably are familiar with this. I saw this the other day, and I forgot to bring it up, but you know that. Hamas's leaders, some of their some of their leaders, they live in Qatar in luxurious hotels and villas, and they watched what happened play out in the news, and they they pray. There's images of them praying from Qatar, the safety of Qatar. In fact, that where they're staying is just miles down the street from one of the U.S. command centers, central command centers, bases that they have. They're just a couple of miles away. So, so why don't they just go and get them? That's what I'm saying. So Just go get them. This is the thing that is not explained to people, and it's just so easy to compartmentalize this. And the explanation, from what I've read, is how much? Well, is these, it, how much are tickets to Qatar? <laughs> we can go get them right now. Let's go get them. This thing. We can be heroes. But, but so this is the problem that when you find this out, that people are going to have, and why it's you know uh, makes perfect sense to me that people would be like wait a minute what the f's going on you say you're trying to get the bad guys who did this the bad guys who did this at least some of them are, are stationed here in these luxury hotels right down the street from u.s command and all of these other Won't they countries. shut off their water shut right. off their food and water so so the explanation is well qatar talks to everybody and they are they're negotiating with it. it's good to have these diplomatic lines open and oh, they're the switzerland of the middle east i guess it's just yeah. not it does not look good at all and it also doesn't help with, with israel's response because israel's response is about getting hamas and he, so hamas is in the tunnels right they're not going to be out the, the civilians are going to be out in in the in, you know where all the stuff is getting bombed they're going to be in the tunnels and, and the leaders are over here in qatar and that fuels the 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 it's a justifiable like anybody looks at that can you know logically say okay this is effed up and it's just like we're supposed to accept this with little explanation and i think that it used to be the world worked with 
people are too stupid to understand the truth. So we're, we're going to uh, go to a back room and we're going to do it all there. We're not mm-hmm. going to tell them, but I don't think it can work that way anymore because we see too much of the stuff now. Yeah, well, the <clears throat> there used to be uh, an incentive to hide the brush strokes, and the brush strokes now have value. Um, you know what I mean by that. So, like, you know, breaststroke, right? That- breaststroke, yeah, the breaststroke. No, the the, the brush strokes, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, it used to have value for us to hide the process. How the artist created this piece, the, the process was hidden. It was just like, oh, he just vomited out genius one yeah, day, right? Country Biden. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the reality is they all have a process, right? And people, what they didn't realize is people are interested. Some people are, there's a value in in, in, in the process. Um, people are curious. They want to know why things work. Um, we know that something is wrong. We can feel- also don't trust these people who are in the dark rooms. No, because because they all wear cloaks and they they you know carry torches and there's you know yeah, they candles made lie. out of human fat around. Yeah, they and they they consistently lie and their record is awful. It's, a, it's I can't I think it might have been Scott Adams who made a good point about it. I think no. I think it's like two or three Illuminatis just mad at each other right now. They're they're just warring Illuminati factions, and then the and then Scientology is just waiting for them. No, I I I just think they're they're trying to. I think they unleashed this thing called the internet a couple decades ago, and it was used to be wild and free, and we have seen it. I'm like it's opinion control now. Definitively been controlled. Like it's all about opinion control. Totally. But you get two. <laughs> you get two opinions. You, you get, get two opinions. You don't get a gray. So if you get a gray area opinion, then both of the other two opinions, the only time they will get together to go after. You know, the worst thing you could say is, uh, I'm in the middle. I see both right. sides. Like Ron Paul is like the worst thing you could do. And no, worst thing you could do. I think I told you, I used to watch these old videos of Ron Paul interviews where they'd bring on one candidate, ask him a legit question, another candidate, legit question. And Ron Paul, Ron Paul, one of your random uh, followers in Texas said you had butt sex with this random person. Could you please comment on the butt sex? And he just pulls his mic off and walks off. Yeah. Because that's how they treated him. Yeah. All, all the time. And that's what, you know, brings up, do you have to do that or the Batman well, thing? No, what you have to do in that moment, and this is really what everyone has to do, See, what Ron Paul experienced in, that, experienced in that moment, what we all experienced listening to that is we're mystified. It's mystified. <laughs> right. right. It's like, what the fuck? Where's this is butt so, sex guy? <laughs> whenever you feel mystified, you have to understand you're being provoked. You're being right. provoked to react to. And most of us, when we're mystified, we're like, what the fuck? We yell, we scream, yep. we go, get the fuck out yeah, of that's here. The, yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. And that's what they want. So you, what you have to do is you have to start having the patience to call out the provocation. You have to call mm. out the mystification. You have yeah. to say, uh, you have to say like, okay, you asked him this question, him that question, and gave them a chance to give substantive answers. This is, so this is the... Like that makes logical sense to to follow up those two questions with this question, right? Right. So, are you asking that because you really want to know the answer? Or are you trying to just provoke me into a moment? Um, if you continue to ask me these questions, uh, I'm going to have to leave because you're not. And, and you just have to say that you, you you warn them ahead of time. You say, "Listen, if you continue this, I'm going to leave." Because then, when you leave, 
it's not that big of a deal. It's yeah. not that dramatic. Yeah, you like go, a, all right, listen, yeah. I warned you. I gave you many opportunities to do this, but you continued to provoke me. So have a good night, everybody. I, I really wish this would have turned out differently. You take your mic off calmly. You walk out. You won. You won. You I think there's won. a montage of him taking his mic off. Yeah. You just like you have to be smart about it. You can win every time, though. I, so I would like to see him bring in uh, like some uh, some research, some opposition research and say, you didn't ask so and so about this specific butt sex uh, incident or that yeah. specific, but you know, really bring out yeah. all of the. Yeah. You know, well, the, I'll tell you what, I'll answer that question about butt sex. If you ask me a question about your butt sex, <laughs> yeah. if everyone gets back. a question about butt sex, I'll answer. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I was shocked the first time I saw it. And it was this was Fox News. This was um uh, mm-hmm. McCartney, Megan McCartney, not Megan, not Megan Kelly. Uh, the one who t- sued them originally is the one who asked him that question. I remember it because I was like, "That bitch did it." Uh-huh. Uh, wow, holy smokes! Okay, so that's the only huh. thing that's in the news today. It, it really, they they cover a little bit of Trump and, and him and his. Well, trial. there was one interesting thing. Did you see the late in the day the robot thing? No, it was a robot thing. Uh, Oregon State University uh, put out a warning: don't pick up food from the food delivery robots uh, because there could be a bomb. And then I had to look up, wait, you have food delivery robots? And they do. Yeah. On the state campus, they got little six-wheeled food delivery robots that... Yeah. It's like, was it a dog? No, kind of looks like one. But, you know, you get what you deserve if you order food from a food delivery robot. So you order a burrito and all of a sudden your hand gets blown off like you're over there in in Gaza. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So what if somebody could... Cy- that's going to be a problem with those cyber hacking these little, these oh. little robots. Well, do you, do you think the heat's going to be off white people for a while, or do you think this is what I think they're going to do? Never. I think they're going to crank up the fear of Islamic terrorism while at the same time cranking up that the fear of Islamic terrorism on the rise will be white domestic terrorism. Yeah, I, I don't mix think, it all together. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be. They already started to do it during Biden's speech. It's he's. Uh, I, I said two years ago. That they are going to call the new axis of evil, and I'm sure the people did too, because this was obvious. They're going to, it's going to be Iran, China, and Russia, and they're going to describe that as a new axis of evil. The axis of resistance is what they call themselves. They 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 rolled out Mitch McConnell on Sunday to face the nation, and he literally called Iran, China, and Russia the new axis of evil. They they said, here is Mitch McConnell. He's perfectly healthy. In fact, I can show it to you. Path the interview. They're like, are you healthy? And he's clearly not healthy. And he's like, I'm perfectly healthy while he's about to have a stroke the entire time. This is the least healthy person you've ever seen claim to be healthy. And I hope he's healthy. I don't want anybody not to be healthy. Sure, sure. But but come on, Mitch McConnell. Well, you got to wonder about these people's family members who just let these people. Yeah, I hear he is. is Would you let let your grandfather or father... Look like continue. That? Would you let him continue to be put in the public view? Come on. If he, no, I'd step that, in and say something. This, I'd be like, listen, this, Grandpa, come on. Yeah, you're representing some constituents, like thousands yeah, of constituents, like, Grandpa. Come Grandpa. On. You really got to take a second here and think about what you're doing. Feinstein right. w- was representing her constituents until she died, dude. I know. These, I know. I know. She, she did not have... Her, her 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 legal like she did not have power voted, over her she own voted decisions. from the grave no she she her um what's it called it slips my mind legal, a, a power of attorney yes power of attorney yeah, yeah, yeah. her legal power of attorney 
was not hers for the last couple of months. Yet she had decisions, yes, over her constituents, but not her own life until the day she died. That is crazy when you think about it. You know her daughter put those votes in. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) There's an axis of evil in the world. That's only three books back there. It should be like 12 books. Sorry. (laughs) Well, they put three books by the window. It's a little scant. There's an axis of evil in the world. China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran. And we need to stand up to the axis of evil, not try to do business with them. No, that's what all this shit's about. So, so it, it's it's Iran. You stand up to them. They're going to pull this out. Iran. What? Uh, Elon we're Musk gonna, was. We're all going to die, dude. This this stuff. Elon Musk was on this spaces that uh, I listened to last night, which I would recommend everybody listening to. Just look up Vivek Elon Musk Israel is probably the the first. It's about an hour and a half, and. It was really interesting because Vivek to me before was just like a guy who enunciates really well and has had lots of training and was probably definitely controlled opposition. And he may be. I know he has that background and everything. But this conversation that they had about it was Israel and it was about Ukraine and and it was the two of them and it was a uh, some former war general and uh, another – I can't remember the other guy's background, but they all had an expertise that contributed to the conversation. And you just typically hear like presidential candidates talking, you know, just talking points. And he was kind of like if he's acting, he's doing a good job of it because he seemed like a a kid. That's he seems a little young for me, although he's he's a little bit he's he's around my age. And uh, I think so. But like. He, he he was surprisingly good on his feet in uh-huh. reacting to this conversation. And they had a they were able to talk about the, the options, about how to handle all this stuff. And none of them wanted war. Right. You know, none of them wanted war. And all of them were like, we want to help the Ukrainian people. We want everybody to be okay. We just want people to stop dying. It was kind of a really cool conversation. And then of course you read the comments and like, F you. It's just like F you, you dare you say that? And I'm like, dude, that was like a legit good conversation. Uh, I was going to cut some clips, but it was just – it was so long I didn't get a chance to. So, so check that out. I got, the NSA has to work really hard to leave all these comments. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know they do that shit. Oh, I know they, they Yeah, they hire people shit. to do that. You saw that Peter Thiel was a FBI informant, right? You know the billionaire? Yeah, and, and that's, that's – that and that right there. So I know Thiel f- uh, funded some of Vivek's companies. Yep. So that's – Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of people of are in performance these days. So, oh, hey, so th- how much do they pay? Probably not a whole lot. I well, read. You think the they FBI. pay per piece of information, or how do you think it pays? Dude, I, I think it. I think they compromise you and they force you to do it. Is what I think. I, I went through the, the manual, the Justice Department manual for. Uh, there's they call them a bunch of different things: confidential informants. They have uh, online employee, uh, confidential online employee, or covert online employees. Like, Five different names they have them, and they they give you leeway. You you can commit crimes in, in the act of being um, an informant. You can oh, they commit allow you to. murder. You, get, you, get, you hmm. can commit murder as an informant. It's crazy. Like when you when you read their manual, you just you, have to tell them. You just have to tell them that you did it. You just have to inform them that you, you did it. Tell right? them afterwards. You have to you inform it. them yeah. if, as if, long if, as you inform dire them. Dire situation. I just had to commit this murder. This hooker was going to reveal everything to Russia, and I had to kill her. 
And they'll be like, uh, okay, you're, you're clear. It's crazy the, what they can get away with. But they had this woman today who, who was, this is an example of what we were talking about. The, the one who, uh, uh, 85-year-old woman. I'm not going to say her name because I'm childish. And her name, every time I hear her name, you heard her name, this woman today? The one that was released? The hostage. They released a hostage, Hamas did. I didn't catch yeah. the name. It's uh, it's a name that Larry David would name a Jew in a show. It's, in fact, I think he might have actually named it that. And, and Because you can't say it without being childish. And apparently her husband is still being held hostage, so I'm not going to be childish about it. But she, she was released, right? She's 85 years old. And you have the two competing stories about her release. One of them is that Hamas... Got, grabbed her and they beat beat the hell out of her and then they slammed her onto a motorcycle and then they took her down to the tunnels, right? And, and then the other story is you have the images and, and CNN and all these networks are doing this incredibly divisive side-by-side reporting. So they're intentionally trying to inflame both sides of this with the way they're covering it. It's interesting. They they, they usually just do, the, do it with one side. Right now, it's, I think it's a new type of thing they're doing. And this other side of it was her shaking the terrorist hand as he walked her out to release her after probably the phone call from Qatar to say, you know, let him go. And her saying that they were very nice to her and that they treated her very well. She and, said that? Yeah, she did say that. Because in the tunnels, they had soap mm-hmm. for everybody. They had tampons. They had a doctor, that was, which, of course, they're going to do that because it, – the Hamas terrorists aren't just going to be treating all of the Palestinians like terrorists. They are going to be trying to win the information war with them as well. They're going to try and treat them as nice as possible, uh, the hostages, so that the hostages will come up and say that, Mm -hmm. and the hostages will be good representatives. And also, they're still holding her husband hostage. So it does give her a reason. Of course, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Of course, she's going to say that. Mm-hmm. And they focused on this woman all day. Well, that's why just... I think they've got some very, very intelligent propaganda happening. I mean, I know we're not supposed to compliment them. Well, um, right. Yeah, you can't compliment can't them. them. Can't them. No, but they're very, very good. They've, they've Obviously, they've got some fucked up Marxists in there advising them on how to do this shit. And they're doing this weird they, – it's succeeding, man. I think they're winning the propaganda battle. I think they are. I, I think it's an unwinnable situation for Israel. Yeah, I think it is. Well, that's they put him in a decision dilemma. You know, they put him in a dilemma where, I mean, what Israel should have done is what I was talking about is they should have come out and been like, obviously, they're trying to provoke us into doing this. What needs to happen is you need to release those hostages immediately. Right. That but but again. Again, who's thinking that way? You got to give no, them. You got to. You got to. You got to give them some leeway. I mean, it's. Yeah. It I mean, Israel's not helping themselves with some of their their people are coming out and calling to just get rid of everybody in God. They're just so. Oh yeah. You have the people making radical statements on on, on both ends of it, and you have the people in in well, Israeli forces who who make statements that make the people who call it genocide give them justification. I know that's not the, the point of view of most of Israel yeah. at all. In fact, there's a lot of Israel who, who are totally against it and who support, who, who used to go over and, and like this woman's husband, which is interesting that she was kidnapped. Her husband used to go uh, into Gaza and drive uh, Palestinians back over to Israel to interview for jobs. They were activists. They were hmm. pro-Palestinian activists. They got Kidnapped. It's all fucking propaganda. It's fucking yeah, crazy. No. It is. 
I want it everybody is. to be okay. So I, it makes, I it makes you want to just start a homestead up in the. It really does, dude. Up in the North Georgia it, mountains, man. We just I go love start this, our own yeah. homestead community. I've been thinking about that a lot. Like I oh, love the too. city, man. But right now is not a good time to be in the city. Mm-mm. Just yeah, not a good time to be there. Out in the nature, get yourself some guns and yeah, hell yeah, four wheel drive vehicle, some seeds. Right. Tell them show up, dude. Show up here, you know. Come on, right. So hopefully that wouldn't happen, which I do worry that something could happen on the on the on the homeland. That's why I think you should get out of the cities right now. Oh, I do think something's going to happen. I think we're going to see I do. some crazy. I think shit, it's absolutely. Man. I really do. You I, know, I, I, I a long time ago I did a stand up bit. I mean, this was this was like in two thousand seven. One of them, I had a stand up bit about because you know the war on terror was pretty much on everyone's minds and yeah. i had a bit about how you know at some point in time they're going to blow up a starbucks and the very next day uh they're going to have a candlelight vigil and the very next day after that there'll be a line outside waiting for more starbucks <laughs> uh, <laughs> i remember that bit yeah I do. Uh, but the, uh, but i do think that's gonna i think it'll happen we well, you know who they would blame that on now now we have a guilty party this uh, probably person. you, probably you, like MAGA, me or MAGA, MAGA or Republican, MAGA, 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 because Starbucks is the the Chick Fil A of the left is what Starbucks is. Oh my God! The last time I went to Starbucks, I was greeted by the the register person who was probably six two, a man six two, kind of burly, born a man, wearing a unicorn, a real tight unicorn shirt that didn't quite. Cover right. his belly button, right? right the uh, belly button was exposed. Pink hair. Mm, uh, really looked like looked like he could uh, suplex me, no problem. Right. But he talked with a, a high pitched list. But yeah, but yeah, yet I was not intimidated one day at all. Uh, yeah, because I, you have to be a they them to work was, at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So, all right, what was I going to go to? All right, we got. Have you heard the story about the? UN peacekeepers. So UN peacekeepers are over there right now. I, I, I heard how they bring in these vans in to bring all this aid and humanitarian aid and how the UN peacekeepers are there mm-hmm. in Gaza to help. And I don't know if that's a good thing when you look at the history of UN peacekeepers, because about a week and a half ago, I noticed this story that I started looking into it. UN peacekeepers went into Haiti in around 2006 and they, they originally went there because of a political because of a political crisis and of warring factions and, and organized crime and then they stayed there for about 13 years because around 2010 the earthquakes happened which that brought in the Clinton Global Initiative which is like double trouble for the poor people there mm-hmm. and, and you know, these people are suffering and they see mm-hmm. yay the UN peacekeepers are here and and what the UN peacekeepers did when they were there is one they reintroduced a, a chlorea, a chlorea is what chlorea C H O L E R A into the population, which is a infection that people get from drinking uh, water that has it in it. They accidentally put it into their water and killed ten thousand Haitians. The the UN who sent the peacekeepers even confirms this themselves. So they were there to help. And they came and they, they killed 10,000 of them, right? And not only that, they also 
many of these peacekeepers impregnated hundreds of Haitians. And once they impregnated the Haitians, they, they got sent home mysteriously shortly thereafter. And all of these Haitians are pregnant in this, uh, clear, you know, the waters are contaminated with this uh, um, thing that could kill them. And they're already in this awful, awful place. And they tried to get the UN to get these fathers to take care of the children. And they got them to do uh, a test, a paternity test. And uh, then the UN refused to reveal the results of the paternity test. And they came back and told them, you're going to have to go to the individual countries and get, and get them to force the fathers to come take care of the kids. And, and like none of them did. And most of the pregnancies, not most of the pregnancies, the pregnancies were a mix of some legitimate caring relationships, rape and rape of people who are like 12 and 13 and transactional sex, money and one meal. They emphasized a lot of the women got paid one meal specifically for uh, sex, which uh, oh you don't get God. that in a normal situation. Nothing to drink. Right. Nothing, Nothing to drink. drinks. No drinks, no drinks at all. Right. Right. And. That was the UN peacekeeping thing. And the wow. reason this was in the news is because Haiti was going to get some UN peacekeepers to come in again. And they were like, oh, hell no. Don't send those MFers back again. So uh, all I'm saying is mm -hmm. maybe it won't be Israel that kills everybody in Gaza. Maybe it'll be the UN peacekeepers. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's crazy. You know, it's, it is crazy, dude. That's one of my fears about these global organizations like that is. It could happen here eventually. Yeah. Imagine a world where America has fallen from grace or power or whatever, and you've got Chinese UN peacekeepers running up and down your neighborhood. That's what I always like to think of when we when I see that stuff. It's like, my gosh, like that. That's why we need. That's why we need to not let anyone in who's going to try to you, take away our gun rights. You, yeah, <laughs> you think it's the cavalry coming in too? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. They're coming to kill you. Coming They're coming yeah. to kill you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do to hold them accountable. Okay, so no, not at all. Just get away with it, dude. Like, of course, I looked up Haitian. I, I'm just it was yeah. A this lot Haitian woman with five dollars is probably a hundred to her. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's gonna be able to go to the the host country and and um or their their home country. I mean, and and successfully pursue this that's preposterous and and i know we can joke about this but the united nations is, is such a a central player in all of the international humanitarian aid biden's talking about send it to them uh, uh, this is the people who did this and they admitted they did this and then they said go find the fathers through the countries yourself they, they don't give an they don't give an f it's crazy. That's why I don't donate to just any time somebody says, do you want to donate to this organization or whatever? Because a lot of them are connected to the UN. And yeah. I don't want to give $5 to somebody. Who right. is, you just, uh, you'll go, I can't, can't give every day. Sorry. Right. Yeah. And they do the, have you seen the South Park episode where I think it's one of the dad, dads keeps going to the grocery store and it gets increasingly more oh, yeah. pressure. Eventually it has pictures of all of the people on the wall who have not donated yet. <laughs> So, did you see the Hillary thing that was going around earlier today? Today? 
Yes, I'll share. No. So I think no. I think we can have some fun with this. Oh, good. So Hillary was at some like International Institute of Politics, I think it was called, and she was given. It was uh, an inclusive. Uh, she was it, was. it was her and three lesbians and a gay guy on stage, and she was talking about how wonderful and inclusive they all are, and how everybody needs to follow their example. And there was somebody who got up in the crowd and, and started uh, arguing with her. And I don't know if this person was a plant or, or what the impact of this will be or, or if we will see more of this, but hmm. I'm going to play these for you, and we'll see what you think. I did – so this was about five minutes. I, I edited it down to three. It's, it's just so interesting, so I try to keep as much as possible. Stop, I'm, I'll stop it periodically, but if you want me to stop it, just say stop, right. and, and okay. I will stop it. Honestly. So honestly, um, we're, I'm sorry. We've got two more people to hear from you. You have a chance. Well, I'm not sorry. You sit down and we're going to let other sorry, people. We're going to let other people talk. I'm going to turn now to Frank Mugisha. Frank Mugisha is. He's complaining about war and about she's trying to trying to get her to condemn Biden going all in on war, World War Three. A leading civil rights organizer who is. President Joe Biden is going for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham just sit here. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, this is, not some, this is not the way to have a conversation. If you want to have a conversation, you're welcome to come talk to me afterwards. Where no one can hear. You come talk to me afterwards where no one can hear, and I can inject you with a poison dart that I keep uh, in this flower that I have pinned to There's my no way coat. I'm going to talk to her. Why he didn't bring up the kill list right there. Look at that look on her face. She has murdered people. I'm sorry. What's up, Greg? Those, yeah, yeah. those are the eyes of someone who has watched a person suffer and not given a flying There's a zero percent chance that she is she is what like she, you're Ugh. right she's not only had people killed she said wait till i get there i want to yeah. see the life go out of their yes eyes. yeah yeah i am so sorry but and i look do at not... this flower on you know there's poison that shoots out of that thing yeah that's what i'm saying she's there's a the the, the pen on the back of it it's a poison just stab you with it yeah, she gets angry. She you know, and, and that and that yeah. necklace is a cyanide pill. If you if you yeah. catch her, she'll bite into it, and you'll she's a demonic. I don't know the same <laughs> her neck is. Oh, she's gonna throw a fireball at this guy. Yeah, I will. I will wait for you, and I will listen to you, and I will respond to you. But right, well, that just just yeah, they are being heard. No, they're not. So, so look at all no, these other not. people just sitting there. So this. I got people. into it before. But that chick's on her phone. She's on her phone. She's looking at her phone. She's like, she's you like, oh, how much doing. longer? No, she's trying to check in how much longer she has on her fast. Well, like, I mean, I've seen this happen at comedy four. clubs. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, yeah. God. Yeah. This is great. I I have to say, there is something I, I love about watching these famous people getting torn down, the wall being torn down. They're going to build it back up. They're going to silence us forever. It's coming five years or so. Yeah. We're not going to have a voice anymore, but it's really fun to watch right now. Yeah, this one gets even more entertaining. Not speaking for the American well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yeah, that's but, opinion. but, well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're going to turn to people who are on the front lines of working on behalf of human rights. 
<laughs> she even says that so dispassionately. She doesn't give a rat's ass about it. Working on behalf of human rights. <laughs> God. I think she's really upset. Some people will say she's this was pissed. staged. I think she's pissed. This guy, I, I, at first I was confused as to why he was able to go on as long as he was because it went on for about four minutes. But then there's another view that you'll see here in a second. This is all women because it's like a, it's a LGBT thing. I think people were afraid to remove him. Mm. But until, it's not, it's not free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody else's opportunity it is free to speech. speak. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people t constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You, the, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, maybe me you could went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man, John Foster Dolis was involved with the CIA. Oh, well, I love this guy. In your oh, historical yes, yes, uh, cherry you. picking. Okay, we are going to, we're going to move on to, to Frank Bogisha, who's actually on the front line fighting for human rights, not just yelling about it. So Frank, I want to turn to you because so, all right, let's. Oh, yes. I want, I want to ask you here. I, I, I just noticed this. I wonder who that photo is there on the back wall. It's like the only man in the room. I don't know. I don't know, but he looks like he's got. He's got a seersucker suit he, on, though. He looks like he wouldn't be down with inclusivity. He looks like he has no, his no. leg up. No, I love, I love where this guy is. The guy in the hat is going with this. I'm a big fan of this kind of stuff. I, I would never do it. I, I, I wouldn't either. I, I, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm a. I, it's interesting when people get up and do it. I, I think it is representative of people being more awake to what's going on. Now, ha, yeah, he looks having, like he has notes. Am I he, wrong about that? He probably does. Let me see. Let's take it back a little bit there. Let's go back. See. Like in, does he have notes? Yeah, he's got he's got something in his hand. Something in his hand. He probably has notes. Yeah, he's got his phone out. Maybe that's what he's. But but I love. She that, has I, notes. It's interesting. You're right. They, they're not. They don't know what to do because it is an LGBT event. Yeah, so there's a woman trying to mm -hmm. get him to just quiet down over there. An older woman. Hmm. Look at, I love that, like, see this girl in the bottom right-hand corner with the glasses looking She's back? looking like, to the left. Yeah, is yeah. somebody going to do something She is. She's this? looking towards the door. She's like, can somebody come get this guy? I mean, oh my gosh. A part uh, of me wonders if they want stuff like this because, like we talked about earlier, the domestic terror angle, this is the domestic terrorists they're going to be framing in the future, as, as people who do stuff like this. This is a, a signal of um, domestic terror. Oh, this guy just got himself on the radar for life. He, he he's is... probably dead. <laughs> yeah. He's, At this point, he's probably him. dead. He's probably in a dumpster right now. Dude, wait. I, I don't want to ruin it, but wait till you hear the last thing Hillary says. I mean, she gets... She she starts at like a three, gets to a five about now. Oh, she loses her shit. She gets she gets even angrier. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep it man, going. John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. <laughs> oh yeah, well you're brilliant in your oh, historical yes. Th yes, uh, cherry you. picking. Okay, we are going to we're going to move on to to Frank Bogisha, who's actually on the front lines fighting for human rights, not just yelling about it. 
So, Frank, I want to turn to you because you are from Uganda and Uganda's 2023 Anti-Homosexuality Act criminalizes LGBTI conduct in Uganda. And, oh, please. He's yelling about World War III. She yells, oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, please. And, oh, please. Wait, oh, I please. Say I'm not going to die. I, there's a bunker for okay, me. She's got a bunker for her and Bill. And, <laughs> right. Please. They, they rush please. valuable people like me away. But she brushes that off when clearly things are heading towards World War III. Oh, 100% they are. Either they're misdirecting us about it intentionally, or it's just so yeah. obvious. It's obvious. Well, this guy from Uganda, is, he's put his face in his book. This other woman, she is sitting on her hand. She's so uncomfortable. She looks like oh my she's God, you're right. hoping someone just picks her up and takes her away that. from yeah. all this. She's totally uncomfortable here. She is, her, her feet aren't even on the ground. Hillary does have an ally come in here in a second. Oh, goodness. Every person on this stage has wished their life their income, their reputation, their careers, and what have you done other than stand up and disrupt? I will put my it's records packed. and these women's records and Frank's records against you any that day. Like, that looks like Senator, that looks like John Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like John Kennedy. <laughs> it looks like Senator, you know. I was thinking it's Pat from. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of Pat too. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. the, oh, yeah, the guy, the, 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 the guy, talks, guy talks like Ish from Louisiana. Okay, I'll taste like... Oh, they say something ridiculous. The guy who read the the from the books that had been banned. Yes, yeah, and he's like, Kale tastes like I'd rather be fat. That was just... Did you listen to him doing that? Oh, it was so funny. It was <laughs> funny. So this one... So you know Hillary is sitting on stage. So you see her and you see these other three people. Hillary's hoping that one of these other three speak up. You know, she wants, she wants this guy to speak up. Oh, I love she it. wants this woman who's terrified. She wants this, this Asian woman. This is the last person Hillary, Hillary's like, fucking A, I got it. I got it's Pat and yeah, Louisiana. I mean, the black guy could have just squashed this so fast. Right. Everybody would shut up. Why is she wearing all black like that, too? Put my record and these women's records and Frank's records against you any day of the year. Okay. Well, I, well hold on. What, none of your, year. all your albums suck. So stop talking about your records, okay? <laughs> and Hillary risked her life to, to yeah. be on the stage? Yeah, really? she, risked her, she risked her life. She was going to be killed. Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's Openly warm suicidal, bitch. idiotic speech. And I've given my answer. I will not do that. So that's the end of our conversation. Okay. But I'll still meet you outside. But oh. you're done. Oh. Okay. Whoa. So I'll meet you outside, yeah, but you're me, done. Cash me outside. Dr. Phil chick. Remember? Cash oh, me yeah, She's going to go get him. That guy's dead. Mm, he's he's definitely so dead. dead. Look, look, so look at her notes. I just saw this. So look, look at her notes there. I'm going to mute it. She has every word. Written out there. Oh, every word. Look, I cash will me meet outside. you out. Cash you, see, you outside. You see that? You can see every single oh word is written there. Oh yeah. And I'm sure on the next card, there's uh, 
a bunch of penises or vaginas. Some say she likes to swing the other way. But that that guy's dead. I think we can agree that he's dead. Yeah, she's gonna throw one of her hand grenade earrings at him. Uh, like she's not they're inside they're uh they're they're tear gas earrings. <laughs> she exploded into tear gas. Yeah, you know she has them. What do you make of her coming back onto the scene? Like, because she has reemerged. And, and of course, she, like the and, world's going to shit. That's when all these people show up. That's when they're making their money. Yeah. And, I, mean, it, I mean, listen. Look, I mean, it, it's uh, pretty obvious that the last time we were in this kind of a global mess was before 2016. Now, I, I don't know what Trump did i don't know i think he just was such a disruptor himself i think he just didn't play the game and that's why they got on to him um i don't know man there were four years where it seemed like uh dictators were afraid of our president and uh, that seemed to be okay yeah yeah i i i i wonder now one of the guys asked vivek during that it was Twitter or X spaces, mm-hmm. which Elon does these X spaces and he, he answers questions pretty, seems pretty raw and it always like glitches out. I'm sure he's working on it, but one of them asked him, could you be able to do any of the things that you're saying you want to do if, if you get in there? I think it was that Nario guy. I guess kind of weird too, but, but he asked, could you do that? And, and Vivek was, he said that he's going to try and get rid of all the people who are the, the administrative state who control right. it. The, the bureaucrats state, that have been them. there for decades. Right. He's going to try and to get rid of them. His different, differentiation between him and what Trump did is, is that Trump didn't have – he didn't start scouting for, for new people to replace them beforehand and ended up replacing them with just neocons. And, yes. And, yeah. yeah. I, think he, I think he tried to run the country like a business and I don't know if you could do that. Yeah, uh, he's great in negotiation. In negotiation, his person, his foreign policy. Sorry, his foreign policy was top notch. Right, which is I like his foreign policy. They hate, they no, his foreign policy was foreign great, and that's and, and yeah, yeah, that's really the only thing that matters. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, a couple, a couple quick stories before we uh, go go to the XR. I know that you'll, you'll, I think you'll enjoy this one, Ian. This there was a a substitute teacher, and I'm gonna put the <laughs> the link on screen in a second. Who it was a couple. They were both subs. They were a substitute teaching couple. Yeah, uh, Vivek Pharma Swampy. Yeah, Vivek definitely has has some ties. He got some money from. Uh, uh, yeah, there's definitely definitely some ties there. I don't think they're going to let anybody get in into office who doesn't have some sort of pull. Yeah, if you get that far, you're no. You, there's just no just way tough. you haven't yeah. been compromised right. or compromised yourself. Or you get the Ron Paul butt sex treatment. Yeah. From from the the questions that we talked about earlier is how it goes. Or Ross Perot. <laughs> Ross Perot as well. I love yeah, me yeah. some Ross Perot, yeah, man. Yeah, Ross Perot was great. So now I'm all picturing the SNL back when SNL was good, the Ross Perot impersonations. I'll take that tiger by the tail. <laughs> so there was two Tennessee elementary substitute teachers who they're they're a couple also. Like that's how you hire you hire couples as substitute teachers. These were elementary school teachers. You should mm. know that. They were cited for prostitution after police completed an undercover operation with one of them confessing to police that they did it for extra money for several years because they didn't want to starve to death. My first question comes to mind is, did the cops go undercover as elementary school students? 
<laughs> that how they caught them? <laughs> uh, I love that excuse of like, well, I don't want to starve them. What else am I supposed to do? I Did mean, there's really love it when you see these these. I don't even want to call them chicks because so it's it, been a lot of stories lately where the story's not the story. There's other things that are story that are the story. Like in this case, as you see on screen here, let me get that. Wait. Do you see that? You said chicks. Right. So these are trans chicks. So these are dudes who have uh, – these are dudes who had already been called out for being okay. trans chicks. You see, this is why – you know, I had a friend of mine pushed back at me the other day. He's like, well, you know, the far right's a problem too. I said, okay. But I think we've got a pretty good handle on the far right, don't we? And as far as I can tell – I don't see anything on the far right that's as influential in American culture as like the Democratic Socialists of America, right? I don't see anything proposed on the far right being discussed in a manner that we should accept it, right? This right here, th why? God bless these people. I hope that they, you know, they're happy and all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm not playing along. I'm not playing along. These, these no, were not, not doing these it. were not the substitute school teachers that that I remember. No, elementary school. <laughs> no, no. I mean, if I, I'm sorry, any parent who walks in to pick up their kid and is and, and is introduced. Listen, if my doctor, if I'm sitting there waiting, and my doctor comes in with the lab coat and the stethoscope and turns around and looks like this, I'm out of there. What's, I'm out of there. What's funny is that they were already in the news because when somebody made a post about them from one of the parents from the school, I think, it was, uh, about a, a month or two earlier, and they said, you have these transgender, and, and they, their response was, we don't bring our sexuality into the classroom. These, these two said that. That they don't bring their sexuality. It, for those just listening, it's uh, somebody who is dressed like a woman with a full beard and a choker kind of a bracelet and then a blue haired guy who's kind of huddled up to this person this is why the schools before had had called attention to it and with uh bell earrings and huge it's it's a drag queen type look here and yeah. they were substitute school teachers my gosh here's if you need a job they must be starving to hire substitute school teachers what they're doing when they do this kind of thing when they dress like this and they say you know you must accept me is what they're doing is they're manipulating polite people because polite people don't want to offend them okay totally. they don't they don't want to come across as offensive but when you show up to an elementary school in aqua blue hair, bright red lipstick, and pink eyeshadow with a partner who has a beard, bleach blonde hair, a red blazer, a fake pearl necklace, and zebra-striped fashion yeah. eyeglasses on. You have to say, are you provoking me? Right. And, and, the, so, and the kids, it, it makes you want to pull your kids right out of the school. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Even if your teacher's great. So maybe the teacher's great. You met all the teachers are great. But I, if fact, my teach if, yeah. if if I went there and they were dressed like an Elvis impersonator, I would pull them out. Right. Wear normal fucking clothes, like and, a normal fucking teacher. And, and and this is when you go to meet your your kids' teachers, you don't meet the substitute teachers, right? No. 
you, no, you never. And why? And why? Why do all of these trans people need acceptance from elementary school kids? I think what they're the is easiest the... jobs to get. I think that's what it is. I I, I do. I, I think that these are the easiest jobs to get. And so I think I think looking at these two, they'd starve to death as prostitutes faster than starve to well, death. So as that's teachers. what was, that's what I was curious about. And this is what I wanted to get to in the story. So this one person's name is Fry. And it's it makes a point to say in the article that they use the pronouns they them. No shit. No shit. I could have guessed that. They gave a lot <laughs> of fucking These clues. Are, he hers were looking. A at. lot of fucking clues. And, and they so the the police started their undercover sting, as is how it puts it, when one of the officers reached out to Fry on an illicit prostitution website, posing as a John looking to set up a sexual encounter. So right there, I stopped and I was like, this has to be their first you know, person to reach out. Right. Or I, I hope so. Maybe not. They but, were so excited when they got that. And first. that's why I was wondering <laughs> if they weren't like suspicious about, it, because I would think they would be suspicious about it. And it says that Fry who uses the, they, them pronouns responded to that, uh, uh, you know, that, that reach out by the fake, by the cop saying that it would be $150, $150 for, for this. Uh, and a handy a beach. They, they so they blocked out. I tried to find the actual police report, but I couldn't. So they blocked out what they actually said they would do. Which I wanted to see what they said they would do. And uh, what they did is they met at their house. They so the the article is confusing because it uses their pronouns. So it's I like know. they thought the whole time they, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah. And it says when the cop got there, led the cop back to the bedroom, took his money. Before he then identified as a cop and t- and detained the couple, which begs the question: Should this police officer not be a, a, an Oscar-winning actor to convince this couple? <laughs> I want to see what he was wearing. Right, right. So, so he had he had he was going up against the fact that they probably had very few hits ever before. Yeah, he had to be believable, and then he had to meet them and acted like he actually wanted to have sex with them when right. he got there. Right, right. Okay, bravo! <laughs> what a fantastic job this guy did. Oh. I want to. I want to meet this guy. Like I want him to do an improv show with us. I, I, have, I have a I, so it's so funny. I have a cop buddy who got a harassment claim against him by a female officer who later became a man. Oh my gosh! Wait, yeah. wait you have a friend who got a harassment claim yeah, from a yeah? He's a cop buddy from of a mine. female officer. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And how'd that get resolved? It was he moved to another he, department. He should have become. He, a he woman. moved. He should become a. He's woman. quitting, by the way. He's he's sick of it, and I don't oh, believe him. So tell him to become a woman, and then do hashtag believe all women. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it says here that both parties advise the officer that they are special education teachers. In <laughs> the wood board. Oh, I'm sure the education is very special. Oh my special. gosh. That is the worst. So that's oh my good. So you have your child that has whatever issues a special education have, and there's some there's some, that's a difficult job, a special it education is. teacher. No, it is. They, that's why they get paid extra dollar fifty or something. An hour. They should. They should. They do. No, they get paid. Better. They do get. They, they do get extra, a bump up in pay. Two dollar two. Well, it's a tough job, man. If they it paid is a tough job. Better, we'd have better teachers, but like, well, they wouldn't have to dress up like women and whore themselves out to cops. You know, it's funny as they found uh, drug paraphernalia 
paraphernalia I'm and shocked. a 22 caliber rifle with the well the rifle was for yeah they, they you know put it <laughs> <laughs> it's for sex uh fry his instagram or her inst- or their instagram their bio lists him as a rabid queer gender anarchist and a college dropout i'm a what rabid queer rabid, ginger- rabid queer foaming at the rabid. mouth and angry <laughs> like i'll bite you if you if you yeah yeah, yeah. Get into no, my space. Yeah. I'll bite your kid if you get in my space. Yeah, I'm a rabid, a rabid queer. And the other one said that they are a trans disabled queer, mm. Puerto Rican, ex, uh, uh, ex ed teacher. I don't know which one's disabled. Probably both of them look disabled to me, to be honest with you. But I don't know what ex ed is. That's just, you know, el- you know, elementary school has changed since <laughs> I was a kid. All right. Wh- one more, Ian, and then. We'll get out of here. Okay. <laughs> You're going to love this story, too. I'm guys. sorry. That just got my blood pressure up. I knew it would. I knew it would. Be, <laughs> that's why I picked it. I knew it would get your blood pressure up. But it's this one is the the, the uh, Halloween story. So, Oh, good. So we did a story a couple weeks ago about... Uh, Halloween decoration that the neighbors decided that was racist had been put up for years and they called the NAACP got involved. <laughs> it had and, nothing to you know, do. Al Jackson came down. You know, it was just, it, it happened. It was just the stupidest <laughs> thing ever, right? So, and I showed everybody who was watching, I showed you guys the decoration to see if you guys thought it was racist. I'm going to show you this one too. This, this was a little bit of a different type of. <laughs> I like this one more, to be honest. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. I appreciate that tip. Thank you, Greg. So, uh, so this one is it's in Utah, which is the best because that's where all the you know polygamous uh, you know, Mormons are. But this decoration that they took down, and I'll sh- I'm going to show it to you in a second. They took it down for being too risque, one, and for being on public property. But oh. it feels like. The way they presented it, the 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 city anyway, they would have allowed it to be if it wasn't risque. Mm. And the desk decoration was put up by a man. So he had a, a stop sign on the edge of his property, right? And um, he put up a, a decoration that featured a pole dancing skeleton, a Nancy Pelosi, if you will, mm. with a purple wig on. You know, so it's like, uh, um, what was the uh? Trans. It's a trans skeleton. It's a trans skeleton. So right. it's teaching kids. It's reading books to right. kids. The, right. What's it called? The thing they do with the kids? Where they uh the drag the drag skeleton story hour? Is that what it is? Yeah, drag skeleton story <laughs> hour. Yeah. <laughs> so they put a purple wig on it and then he hung it upside down and had it sliding down the pole of the stop sign at the edge of his yard. With his skeleton tits just hanging out, huh? Right. For it, everyone to see. Absolutely. So what, what I loved about this is that it was a homemade decoration. So when I first read the headline, I'm like, somebody bought a stripper skeleton? Where can I go buy a stripper skeleton? Is it sexy? But this guy put it together. He, he looked out his window and he said, that stop sign needs a stripper skeleton sliding down. And he made it happen. And people in Utah, some people in Utah got upset about it. And and so it wasn't just stripper skeleton because nobody's going to strip, Ian, right. for nothing, right? Right, right, right. What, do you, right. what do no. people strip for? 
It's stripped for money. It's stripped for money. It's stripped so, for money. So he set up a bunch of other skeletons sitting in in, in chairs <laughs> <laughs> around the, the stop sign stripped to make it skeleton. clear. Right, right. And he had them looking up, offering the stripper skeleton money. It's great. I'm gonna put this up on screen so you can see it, so you can enjoy this. <laughs> oh, they have a crew taking it down. Is that? Hold on. Where's that? Yeah, no, no. He took it down himself. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what he did afterwards. I don't know why he's playing it. Um. All right, there you go. Get rid of that. And where is it? That's part of the stripper. All right. Oh, so you see it right there. Yeah. You see the purple hair? Yeah. Yeah. And and you see these other skeletons just sitting around enjoying some skeleton titty. <laughs> like you do in America. And look at this one in the back. Yeah, back right. Looks like he's about to throw like a hundred dollars, like a Benjamin at that skeleton. Yeah, and make it rain. And that and that looks like a, a skeleton of color to me. Yeah, I mean not that it matters. Right. So I try <laughs> to see past any kind of skeleton color. I really do. So, Try not so, to make it. Instead of rewarding this guy for creativity, <laughs> the city that he lives in, uh, they posted a photo of his Halloween decoration on their Facebook page. And this is in Utah again. Right. And they Resulting said, in even more people seeing <laughs> right. it. Yes, exactly. They showed, Which is they showed awesome. <laughs> yes. And they said on their post that he has until 9 p.m. on October 8th to remove oh. it. I hope he goes out there with a fucking gun and he just waits. Well, it's, it's like. I'm kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I get like, it. I have until 9 p.m. What kind of ultimatum oh, yeah? is what, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Bulldoze it? Take are, him are, down? Are they going to send one of their people to get on it and start stripping better. No, they're okay. going to send the fucking SWAT team in. They're going to take him down. They're going to hog tie him. What if they showed up and just put a, a like a, a big coat on it to cover it up so it wasn't exposing it? <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't show. You have to cover yourself up, with skeleton. Well, the thing is, he's violating a lot of laws. Does he have a? First of all, does he have a license to operate a, a, a adult entertainment club? In the neighborhood, I highly <laughs> doubt they're right. putting out permits for this type of thing. And also think about all of the children that probably drove by and looked at their parents and said, look, look at these skeletons, mommy. Why are they staring at that upside down skeleton? Right. <laughs> and, Why did that purple hair? <laughs> right. <laughs> like the kids don't know what that is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what they they did say this along with their demands to take it down. They said that this, the city did. They said displays like this are not acceptable, and they're against the city code to attach anything to a street sign, which they could have just said it's against it, – it, you can't attach things to a street sign. But they had to add in the part about it not being acceptable. Yeah, they so should have just left it at the street sign thing. What would have been – would it just been acceptable if a, a, the, the skeleton of a dead corpse – we're leaning up against the street side saying, go trans. Would that have been acceptable to have on there? Yeah. The guy complied. A couple comments there. I'm going to tell you what the guy did because I love what the guy did. Okay. We have uh, some, <laughs> some strip for likes, some strip for Instagram followers. So everybody should follow this uh, Instagram skeleton, purple haired, maybe oh, trans, maybe they not. Start, if I was this guy, I'd start an OnlyFans with that's, a skeleton. That's the thing about 
uh, uh, gender is once you're down to to you know bones, you, there, there's no there's no dick or V. No, but you there know? is hi- the different hips. The different hips, yeah, absolutely. Different hips. And, and Dana says all Halloween decorations are offensive. It, it's up to the accused to prove that. Right? They they accuse all Halloween decorations of being offensive, but they took it down. And he did exactly what I was hoping that he would do: is he just moved it over into his own yard. I love it. And he set up the display there, but not only that, his neighbors rallied around him. And they contributed to his display. They, they, they said, you know what they did, Ian? They, they played an improv game. They recognized what the game was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, just, it's a, a skull and bone stripper. Yeah, they walked on heightened. Absolutely. And, and they brought it in. You know, yeah. Maybe you have... <laughs> A couple yeah. skeleton, one of a, one skeleton blowing another skeleton. Yeah. You either got to make a move to heighten or explore. That's exactly. It. You got a bartender skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Some cop skeleton. A skeleton yeah. snorting some blows. Endless yeah. opportunities. Oh my god. Skeleton here, but he did this, and all these people came out and they said, "You know, people are just trying to have fun." I don't know, love this Utah, and the city tried to take that away. And yeah, uh, it was probably some angry Mormon. Well, uh, well, you know what I would like to do? It probably wasn't Angry Mormon. I would like to go put a, a skeleton in like a, a turtleneck that has um, they, them across the chest oh or something gosh. with a thumbs up and, and see if they I, – I bet they would not dare take that down. They would never. What do you think? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think they would. Especially if you put one – if you had one in a, a BLM shirt, an LG – like a rainbow shirt – uh yeah they they won't touch those you can't touch those absolutely also put one in a Palestinian uh right they have to have a, a Ukraine flag and or an Ukraine flag right 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 totally absolutely okay that that's where we're gonna wrap up uh, the show for today we're gonna do a very very brief XR because I I want to play a clip that I know Ian enjoys and that I forgot to play the other day which is going to be about a nun who does something that we've all wanted to do at some point uh, and if you want to get access to that go to patreon.com slash propaganda report subscribe there today and you can check that out thank you guys for watching thank you for hanging out in the chats and uh, i appreciate everything you guys are, you guys are great and we'll talk to you next time have a fantastic rest of your day